So, the big question is this. How are ambitious people like us, who don't have a lot of resources, did not go to Ivy League colleges, were not born into wealth, how do we become resourceful enough? Use our creativity, our dedication, and a little bit of crazy to bootstrap our way to realizing our dreams. Whether it is launching a new company, launching a new app, or making it to the top of the corporate ladder. That is the question. And this podcast will give you the answers. All right. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this new episode of uh, Bootstrapping Your Dreams show. I'm Manu Jagarwal, your host. And with me today is a young entrepreneur, the co-founder and co-owner of Turntables LLC, DeAndre Wilson. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. You're most welcome. Um, so DeAndre, he is delighted and ready to discuss business development coupled with some grave mistakes to avoid to enable you to run your business smoothly and successfully. So welcome once again, DeAndre. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. DeAndre is a young bootstrap entrepreneur that has done a lot for himself and his business in the past five years, largely because of his expertise in leveraging tools like social media and building a great brand. He yes. has graciously consented to this interview and share his extensive knowledge and wisdom to help us avoid making some damaging mistakes <laughs> in this area so that every entrepreneur or professional can understand how to identify market opportunities while avoiding uh, some mistakes in business development. All right, so let's jump in. My first set of questions are going to be about your background and your education so that uh, our audience um, can relate to where you are and how you can help them with uh, business development um, and so on. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. So uh, why don't you uh, give us a little bit of your uh, background in terms of your education and experience in uh, entrepreneurship and business development? Perfect. Um, okay. Uh, my background is in hospitality, um, front of the house, uh, restaurants. Um, I went to school for hospitality. And within that program, we had to do practical. So we had to do these mock restaurant demonstrations. Uh, we had to cater events on campus at school. So while I was doing that, I was also doing it for a job. So I was getting experience all around. I couldn't escape from it because I just it loved what I do. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I put that passion from the classroom, from homework into real life, then from real life into developing a business that my, my brother and I, we love so much. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. So um, when you went to school, was it for uh, specifically marketing or business development or was it more uh, uh, geared towards uh, uh, culinary uh, skills or becoming a chef? Well, Basically, once I was in the hospitality program, I, I understood I, I, uh, while taking those classes that, you know, um, after we had to present on how to build a business plan, I kind of fell in love with that because I understand the process okay, okay. and I love that. Um, we had some speakers come in and judge our uh, business plans uh -huh. and critique them. And believe it or not, I got an A. I passed. They all supported. And I said, you know what, this could be a thing because we want to start a business, but we really don't want to, but we kind of talked about it. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, if I make a great business plan, I think that's half the battle. Mm -hmm. There's a small portion of it. So we dove in. 
Awesome. Awesome. So when you started implementing your business plan, uh, take us through that journey. Were you an overnight success or uh, did you have uh, some roadblocks along the way? Absolutely. We had a lot of roadblocks. So basically, when we were doing this business plan, putting it together, uh, we learned about being very patient. Okay. Um, we live in, I, I, I live in Evansville, Indiana. So um, we talk about great food. We talk about developing a business plan or um, getting a kitchen so we can operate out of. Um, it's very hard to do so. Yeah. Um, so we had to become very patient along in the process. And that's what I want, you know, a lot of the, the listeners to take away from is learning the process and then being patient. Yes, you want to be ready. And the entrepreneurial spirit is to just spearhead it and go for it. But um, sometimes you just have to be prepared and patient. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so, so yeah, that's, that's what the roadblocks is. We were so anxious to just get started and go. But, um, no, we had to, we had to be very patient. And we had to make sure that the business plan was well-developed and we expressed, you know, so much of our thought and our experience in there because a lot of people don't understand the food industry. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So we had to walk a lot of individuals through, especially when we went for a small business loan, uh, which we did receive, but we had to really hold hold a lot of commercial lenders' hands on this because here we are, millennials, college students. They don't even know what we're talking about, but mm-hmm. because we had the resume to back it up, the experience to back it up, they took a chance with us. Awesome. That's great. Um, all right. So let's talk about some mistakes that uh, entrepreneurs make in this area. So what is the first and, uh, you know, the biggest mistakes that you have noticed uh, entrepreneurs make while developing their business or a business plan? Absolutely. Um, so recently I became a SCORE mentor um, and basically it's just free business mentoring resources uh, that's offers pretty much a SCORE office in almost every city. Um, so while I was doing that, even as a student and entrepreneurs would come to me, I would, I would see that the cost analysis or the budget uh, was ignored barely given any attention and that's what people you know commercial lenders and think or investors are going to challenge you on mm-hmm. um you know yes your about me is important and your strategic marketing plan is important and your three-year five-year ten-year plan is important but it's all about that cost analysis so uh, we had to break that down to like you know finite form um, so that they they understood. So my advice for entrepreneurs or even professionals, you know, really focus on that budget or you know itemizing those those cost items. You got to focus on the numbers mm-hmm, for sure. That's uh, that's a pretty good advice. So uh, let let's say you know um, we have an eager entrepreneur and they want to um, get a loan or get investors, but they fail to focus on this aspect. Uh, you know, budgeting and cost analysis. So what are the consequences they have to deal with if they make this mistake? So the first one is, you know, let's say that they built a business plan and they didn't give it the attention they needed. Well, when they present their, this business plan into uh, a group of individuals, three or more, and they start to get some pushback, I hate to see an entrepreneur kind of start to tremble a little bit because they didn't do their homework. Mm-hmm. Um, the plan is there. The passion is there. But 
again, it just goes back to you have to understand the numbers mm-hmm. and how to how you're going to support them and make that income um, and pay your employees. You know, for us, we it, we didn't realize that we have to pay to pay people, mm-hmm. and then you also have to educate that. For example, if your employees is making nine dollars an hour, really they're making ten dollars an hour. That's what you have to pay that extra dollar. Mm-hmm. Um, as entrepreneurs we get so caught up in that passion and the product, mm-hmm. my God, the numbers will, will like overwhelm you. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, entrepreneurs really just dial back and focus on the numbers because what will happen is that that commercial lender or that investor will be so blown away. They'll love you forever. And then they'll want to invest. Sure. And then they'll look at your business plan, the rest of it, like this is gold. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, um, what about some other uh, uh, listeners or uh, viewers who may have already made this mistake and they may be already dealing with this uh, where, you know, they, they have a business plan, but they haven't focused on uh, the budget. What can they do to fix it? Um, are there any tools? Are there any frameworks they can use to, um, you know, put it all together once again and, and fix that mistake? Absolutely. Absolutely. There is. So for us, um, I like to uh, very analytical. I like to do a lot of research. So I took the business plan to um, a business consultant here in Evansville, Indiana. And I told him, I said, hey, help us. Mm. Once he helped us to his ability, I took our business plan back into the classroom. And I said, OK, my, my, my fellow classmates help me. So then they did it. There's a website that we use called chefresources.com and it broke a lot of um, ideas down and some tools and some calculations we may need. Um, I went through a series of small business classes that the community offered, such as the Kaufman business classes, mentors, protege, um, and then the um, Cape IDA business classes. So our business plan was groomed probably about oh five times before I submitted again to a commercial lender or um or an investor because I like to get different perspectives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some someone will see something that I didn't see. This person will see something that we didn't see. Mm-hmm. And that caused the business plan to just be so um so well put together. Now I would say don't overdo that. I felt like we did. Mm-hmm. I had so many eyes on the cost analysis, but I mean, I got carried away, Yeah, but it worked, but it worked out. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Those are good points. Like asking for help from the community, asking for, for help from uh, consultants that certainly yeah. expedites the progress for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I know sometimes a consultant can be out of your budget, but the cool thing with us is since we serve food, we said, Hey, we'll feed you. Let's trade resources. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, any 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 expert or a professional who wants to start a business or entrepreneur, they can actually offer their services to um, in, in exchange for uh, some advice. Yeah, and, yeah. And also, um, uh, you know, in many cases, they can uh, look for uh, consultants or help online, um, where you know they are experts offering help at a very reasonable cost. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, great. Now uh, let's uh, take it one step further. So um, what is this mistake that often causes uh, entrepreneurs to fail entirely with their, with their uh, business? Uh, for example, you know, they have done the business plan and everything. They have started the business. They have the funding. Um, 
what is the next step or the next mistake they tend to make so another another uh, mistake would be lack of planning um it's good and it's very important that you set a 3 year a 5 year and a 10 year goal and then at some point, see, I'm very fortunate because I have a business partner. Mm-hmm. So he can take front of the house responsibilities, back of the house responsibilities if necessary. He is the head chef, mm-hmm. but I can focus on the business side. So I can make sure that we're turning a profit, bills are getting paid, and that we're staying focused on our social media. Mm-hmm. I understand that every entrepreneur doesn't have that teamwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, through through the that that road, an entrepreneur is going to have to figure out how to get some help in certain areas. Um, perhaps the first one is bookkeeping. Um, I know later on this year I'm going to hire a bookkeeper because I need to take that work and give that to them. I can't I can't do it anymore. The yeah. first the first year of bookkeeping was stressful. Mm-hmm. So it's important that an entrepreneur along the way figures out okay, what are my strengths, what are my talents, and how to give those responsibilities to a professional that actually does that yeah, yeah. And, feel, and feel confident and trust them to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so finding you know, some other professional to help you along the way and then creating a plan and sticking to like, a three-year, five-year, 10-year plan because we know that most businesses don't make it after the third year. Yeah, yeah. But, I gar- but I guarantee you they would if they had a plan. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, those are very good points. You cannot do everything on your own. So, you know, again, uh, along the same lines of what we discussed earlier, um, asking for help from experts and offloading your uh, your work and free up your time is very important. So yes. One thing you mentioned there was social media. And I know that you have done a lot in terms of using social media to build your brand. So can you shed a little bit of light on that? Uh, how did you use social media to, to your advantage? Oh, absolutely. Um, so Turntable LLC is five years old. It'll, it'll be six years old this year. So for the first five years, I'm sorry, for the, yeah, the total of five years, um, what Jeff and I did was we know the saying, you eat with your eyes first. Mm -hmm. So we would post um, food pictures almost every single day, Mm -hmm. and people loved it, and they couldn't stand it. They said, where are we going to get this food? Where can we find it? Where can we get it? Mm -hmm. I said, it's just Jeff and I in our kitchens having a good time. Over time, people would... Actually, harass us because it's like we want you to cater. We need your food. We see all this stuff on social media. I mean, I was posting it on LinkedIn, Facebook, um, Instagram, Twitter. It was going everywhere. Mm-hmm. And the thing that you know, people couldn't have the food, but what made them so interested is it was consistent. Oh yeah, yeah. And the pictures look nice. Um, I also have a uh, presence within the community. Mm-hmm. So people were always constantly talking about it and they forgot that they really couldn't eat it. They just wanted to talk about it and view it. Yeah. Um, so we were able to leverage that and keep that momentum going. So now it transferred into, okay, in that fifth year, we're actually catering, we're actually going and business was so profitable for us. We normally, you know, small businesses normally don't see a profit that early, but because we had the business locked in, for so long, it was it was a benefit. So yeah, leveraging social media, using those hashtags, make sure pictures are clear and consistent. It was beautiful. That's awesome. So help us uh, understand. So what what 
what was your business? So if you're posting pictures, uh, is this, are you running a restaurant or uh, like how come people cannot order the food that you're posting the pictures of? Mm. Well, origin uh, for the first for the first four years they couldn't because we didn't have a commercial kitchen, and it's very important that we that we have that. Uh, but we're a catering company, uh, um, so I've been getting some business that way. Okay. Uh, we also do local festivals. I see. Um, we have a huge festival. We have two that we that we have so much fun at Parks Fest and the Jazz and Wine Festival. Uh-huh. Um, we we have fed roughly in both of those nights close to eight hundred people. I see. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. And, and those festivals kind of catapult us to the front of the line mm-hmm. so that business is uh, returning throughout the year uh, and people are coming back for seconds and thirds that night. Nice. Um, so that's what, that's what we do. We're a catering company and we, we focus on catering, but we understand that, you know, festivals are pretty nice. Awesome. So that's why people can't, we don't have a restaurant. We don't want a restaurant. That's restaurants too much. Yeah. 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 All right. Okay. So uh, moving on to the next question. So sometimes it takes only, uh, you know, some sort of uh, convincing to, uh, to understand that we are making a mistake and we don't realize it. So uh, can you, uh, can you think of a mistake that people generally think is in their best interest, but actually they are uh, working against themselves or harming their business? Yeah. Yeah, actually. Um, I would say for us, whenever we are, you know, Jeff and I, who is the head chef or the owner of Turntable, when we have this debate, what we did is we, was we put together a, a board, advisory board mm-hmm. of five members, and we meet with them. Of course, we feed them, mm-hmm. but we meet with them, and they kind of help us make these decisions. Yeah, yeah. But I would say one example was the debate of if we're ready for a food truck. Mm-hmm. And we kept going back and forth. Uh, he said that we wasn't. And I was torn because we, you know, we just had so much business. It, it was ready. Um, but we think about a food truck. Um, if the axle breaks or the engine goes out or the transmission goes out, you're done. Yeah. So Jeff and I, we were able to compromise on a concession trailer. You just pull that thing. Uh-huh. What's worse that can happen there is a tire blows. That's perfect. We'll change that. So that's we were. I felt like I was working against myself because I was like, "Are we ready? Are we not ready?" Uh, no, I feel like we're ready. But that's one thing is that you get caught up in the emotions. Yeah. You have to think clearly about the business and the future of it. Awesome. Okay, mm-hmm. that's great. Um, now let's talk about identifying the market opportunities. So you know, I know that you are very passionate uh, passionate about this topic as well. So how can uh, entrepreneurs uh, identify these market opportunities faster than others? And obviously, you know, the sooner they can identify these, uh, these uh, market opportunities, the sooner they can launch their businesses. Absolutely. Absolutely. So in the fourth year of Turntable's existence, Jeff and I gave all the food away for free. Okay. And every single piece of free. Here's what we did. We had a guest comment card. Uh-huh. When we gave them fish tacos or some type of burger he made or what have you, we gave him a comment card and we said, is this traditionally what you like? How does this taste? How does it look? You with your eyes first. Uh-huh. Um, we asked all the questions, rate this from one to five. Um, and we did that for a whole year. Wow. So we were in, so we were understanding what the market wanted. They were getting to experience us firsthand. 
Yeah, yeah. We took that feedback back to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And again, once we had a year's worth of established relationships, everything just kind of blossomed for us. Awesome. That's awesome. Um, all right. That's great. Now, is there anything else that I have not asked you about successful business planning or development uh, that you may want to share with the audience? I think you did a fantastic job because we got right to it. Um, I felt like the listeners would be able to take away from a lot of what we discussed thus far. Um, just about being patient and being thorough. Um, that's just to, I guess, entrepreneurial focuses and knowing that you can't do it all on your own. Like I said, as soon as we turn, as soon as we make some, you know, some extra money, I'm hiring a bookkeeper. Yeah, yeah. I got the CPA. Now we're going to do a bookkeeper. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Great advice. Uh, thank you, DeAndre. This was a fantastic interview. I'm sure all the entrepreneurs and professionals in our audience have a much clearer understanding of how they can avoid these uh, simple mistakes and um, help their business flourish. So thank you so much. Thank you so much, DeAndre. This was an amazing interview. And I hope uh, everyone in the audience enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Thank you. So again, I'm Manoj Agarwal, and thanks a lot for joining us on the Bootstrapping Your Dreams show. I'm guessing there are a lot of type A ambitious personalities in the audience today. And you guys are always busy thinking about your next big move, your next plan to conquer the world. I know, because I'm also constantly trapped inside my own head. To avoid stress and live a healthy and happy life, I highly recommend Ziva Online Meditation Course. This course is taught by world-renowned meditation teacher Emily Fletcher. Trust me, meditation has been scientifically proven to reduce stress and heal chronic ailments. So if you want to learn meditation, then you would want to check out this course for sure. I can vouch for it. It helped me tremendously. Go to go.tetranoodle.com slash z1. That's go.tetranoodle.com slash z1. And now, I'd like to invite you to check out my software consulting services and professional training programs at www.tetranoodle.com. We provide world-class consulting services on anything related to technology and software. And we are growing very fast in the areas of education and professional training for software and IT engineers. If you enjoyed this episode, then please do share it with your friends and don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes to get automatic episode updates for our Bootstrapping Your Dreams show. And finally, please take a minute to leave us an honest review and rating on iTunes. They really help us out when it comes to the ranking of the show and I make it a point to read every single one of the reviews we get. Thanks for listening. Stay happy and curious. Have a great day.